When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Bear Down segment of the Coach Steve Show. We do not have Zach because of scheduling differences. So, Zach, if you see this, I apologize. Uh, Just topic to talk about today. We're going to discuss ranking the NFC North quarterbacks heading into 2023. With Aaron Rodgers being gone, the door seems to be almost wide open for who can be the top quarterback for their team and ranking who's going to play the best this season. That seems to be one of the topics everybody wants to talk about. So we're going to discuss the NFC North quarterback battle make sure you like and subscribe to the coach steve show youtube go to the playlist to find the bear down segment everything about the chicago bears can be found there and there's other videos there out there for everybody as well and then follow it and rate it on apple and itunes as well that's also the coach steve show uh where you can find all the episodes there we got to get that part growing so let's discuss nfc north aaron Rodgers was traded to the new york jets leaving the Packers with their backup, who they drafted a few years ago in Jordan Love. He will be most likely the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, leaving the other quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins still with the Minnesota Vikings, Jared Goff with the Detroit Lions, and of course, Justin Fields with the Chicago Bears. Aaron Rodgers has dominated the NFC North for years. There's times Kirk Cousins plays well. You had times where Jay Cutler played well, but never really has the NFC North even outside of the quarterback battles, never has NFC North maybe been more wide open. We always know it's going to be probably the Green Bay Packers and everybody else. You have the Minnesota Vikings jump in there for the last few years, especially when Brent Favre was there, and then you got Kirk Cousins, even though he has not won them a Super Bowl and they have not gotten into the big to the big dance. He still plays well. You had the one year where the Chicago Bears with Jay Culler, they would be competitive, but now it's more wide open than ever on even what team's going to win the NFC North. You know, the two front runners right now are going to be, to me, the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings, only because of the Packers. Where How is Jordan Love going to play? Is he going to be the guy that they actually thought he was going to be when they drafted him? He's not Aaron Rodgers, and he doesn't have all the unique weapons that they used to have. So that's going to be wide open, and then, with the Bears and all the different pieces they've added on paper, it's going to look good, but they're still in a rebuilding mode. Is Jay Culler going to take that next step in his evolution of trying to become a better passer and a better quarterback? With the way the Detroit Lions, they, they the way the middle of the season went last year and the way the end of the season went for them, 
facing you a team that's actually going to compete for the NFC North this year. But then the Minnesota Vikings with the way their offense, I know they lost Alvin Cook. There He's gone. But you still have Kirk Cousins who's put up big numbers. You still have you know that offensive mind there. So the offense that they had last year coming back. So it's going to be very interesting to see who even what team takes the NFC North. But let's talk about quarterbacks. And we're going to rank the quarterbacks from bottom to top of who I think is going to have the quote-unquote worst season compared to who's going to have the best season for their team in the NFC North. So at the very bottom, I have Jordan Love. And the reason why he's at the bottom, I'm not saying he's going to have a horrible year. I'm not saying the Packers are going to be horrible because it just seems, and it's because of Brent Favre, it's because of Aaron Rodgers. It just always seems like no matter what happens, the Green Bay Packers always find a way to have a good season. They To, to win the FC North, to, to get to the playoffs, go deep or whatever. Just, just They always seem to stick it to us Bears fans somehow, some way, whether it's beating us, whether it's making it to the, to the playoffs and everything else. So I'm not saying that necessarily he's going to have a bad year, but it's just he's very unknown. We've seen him a little bit, but not very much. Like the only stats you have is in 2021, um, he took 62 attempts, completed 36 passes for 58.1%, two touchdowns and three interceptions. Like that's what we have there. And then in 2022, he was 14 of 21 for one touchdown, no interceptions. So we don't we haven't seen him much because he's been a backup Darren Rodgers. So what it's going to be is. What did he learn as a backup from Aaron Rodgers? Is this going to be another Aaron Rodgers-esque situation where Aaron Rodgers sits behind Brent Favre for a couple years, Brent Favre retires, but then he's done, and he goes to the Jets as well, and Aaron Rodgers comes in like nothing happened. They take a step back, and they go, hmm, well, they didn't seem to miss a step, did not miss a beat, so are they going to take that next step? And if they do, they're they're going to compete. How is LaFleur going to call the offense? Is he really – like? He is an offensive mind and an offensive, you want to call him an offensive genius, cool. That type of phrase, though, you don't want to throw around to everybody, but he does know offense. And so what type of, it's going to be proven what type of play caller he's really going to be without Aaron Rodgers. How does the offense change? But since he's so unproven, and we just 100% don't know what he's going to do, that's why I have him ranked at the bottom. At number three quarterback that I think is going to have, you know, ranking of the years is Justin Fields. And the reason why I'll get to the other two, obviously, it's because, again, we don't know what he's going to look like. In OTAs, we have heard both sides. We have heard how good he looks, how much better his ball looks, how much more comfortable he looks, the chemistry he's building with his wide receivers. But that is OTAs. He does not have a pass rush. He does not have all these other pressures going on. You've also heard, oh, he does not look like a good passer. It does not look like a good ball throw, which you take these with a grain of salt. But hearing both is not what you want to hear. You want to hear at least one or the other. And what kind of steps forward is he about to take? Is he going to become an elite passer? Can he complete the hard throws? Can he consistently do that? If he can consistently do that, get the ball into the hands of the playmakers and trust the offensive line and not shift around and do all those things, yeah, I think he could be third or second. I don't think he's going to be the best quarterback in the NFC North. There's no way he's going to take that much step forward this next year. But if he stays exactly where he's at and plays exactly how he did this past year, he's going to sit there at that third spot, maybe the fourth spot, depending on what Jordan Love comes in and does. But I'm going to put Justin Fields at that third spot 
because we it's still question marks on how is he going to throw, how does he handle the pressure, how does the offense evolve, is he going to be a Lamar Jackson and take off and run? We've discussed it a lot on this podcast because we talk everything about the Chicago Bears. So what kind of step forward is he about to take? So he is that third spot. The second spot that I have is I am going to put Kirk Cousins at that second spot. This was a very difficult decision between these two, and these two could be flip-flopped tomorrow. You could ask me, and I will flip-flop these quarterbacks, but I'm going to put him at number two because it's another year of him being older. He does not have Calvin Cook anymore. So when you lose certain pieces, you become another year older. I, I, and, and because it's Kirk Cousins. There's times he's very, very good, and there's times he is not. Like if we talk about his time at Minnesota – we're going to discuss stats, and the reason people have Justin Fields ranked above Kirk Cousins, I do not know why, but if you listen to these stats, his first year in Minnesota, 4,298 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Second year, 3,603 passing yards, 26 touchdowns to 6 interceptions. Next year at Minnesota, 4,265 passing yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Then 4,221 passing yards, 33 touchdowns to 7 interceptions. This past year, 4,547 passing yards, 29 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. That's the most interceptions he has ever thrown in his career. That's kind of why I'm putting him down in the second spot because his interception ratio went up. His completion percentage went down by a percent. But he's always throwing close to 4,000 above 4,000 yards every single year that he has been in Minnesota. Um, And his first year in Minnesota, he played 70% of his passes. So putting him at that second spot just because he's another year older – you know, he's been six years with Washington, five years with Minnesota. That You know, he's been playing football for a while. So that next step down, how our defense is going to adjust to the offense that Minnesota had. You know, is he going to make a big mistake in certain games? But I do think we're still going to see some big numbers. We're going to see the passing yards. He's been pretty consistent. And this is why I rank him above Justin Fields. He's proven to be a better passer. I don't care what you say about who he's throwing to, not throwing to. He put up... You know, the most uh, touchdowns he put up was in 2015 with Washington. He was 69.8 completion percentage. That was the first time he had 4,000 passing yards. It was 4,166, 29 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. Next year at Washington, 4,917 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Last year at Washington, 4,093 yards, 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. If he's doing that at Washington, then he's contingent in Minnesota. That's why I have him ranked above Justin Fields. He is that second spot I think is going to have the best year. Then I just think overall this team is just going to figure it out at the beginning and it's going to continue. Is it Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff will be the number one quarterback in the NFC. Now you could easily flip-flop Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. But the way the season continued for the Detroit Lions last year, the way they started to figure out – the pieces they added this year, the confidence they have, uh, the whole organization, the way they've bought in to what's going on and doing everything they can to make sure that different mindset they have with Dan Campbell at the head coaching uh, spot. I think he's going to play the best out of all of them. With Aaron Rodgers gone, it opens up that door for them. You know, last year with Detroit Lions, he had 4,438 passing yards, 29 touchdowns to seven interceptions. The year before with Detroit, 19 passing touchdowns, 8 interceptions. So to have 29 passing touchdowns, 7 interceptions, they had a great offense last year. They got a great run game. They added our guy, David Montgomery, there. You know, So they're still going to have the run game. They still have the guys to pass to. They started to figure it out. They started to click. There's this confidence being built there. I think the Detroit Lions are going to compete to win the NFC North. And I think Jared Goff's going to play the best because now he's really bought in. He has matured. You know, he's he spent five years with the Los Angeles Rams, 
And then he, uh, you know, one of them in St. Louis, but then he, a couple years in St. Louis, and then two years now with Detroit. He, being in the league for seven years, I know he was with a great-minded coach in Sean McVay, played in a Super Bowl, but Dan Campbell, I think, has gotten the real toughness out of him. And if you watch, you know, any type of behind-the-scenes stuff, um, the hard-knock stuff, the leader he has become, and just, again, it's it's confidence. When you're confident and you believe in what's going on and you're bought in and you believe in the coach and you have actually the players now in Detroit, I just think he is going to play the best out of the whole NFC North. And I think that the Detroit Lions can compete to win the NFC North this year um, unless the Packers figure it out or, you know, if Minnesota turns it around. Uh, but, Steve, you're a Bears fan, like – the Bears could like the NFC is still open. Like if the Bears pieces figure it out and they compete, and Justin Fields takes that next step, and everything clicks, and we get out of the aura of Lovey Smith and that firing, because ever since then stuff just really hasn't gone right. Yeah, the Bears could find themselves up there in the top two. That doesn't necessarily mean Justin Fields is going to play the best out of those quarterbacks, but he could. It's still wide open. I'm just saying, from compared to last year and a couple years before with these quarterbacks, especially the guys that have been playing for a while. Yeah, I think Jared Goff will be number one, Kirk Cousins number two, Justin Fields three, and then Jordan Love and four out of NFC North quarterback play. So that's what I think is going to happen with those quarterback plays and a little insight to what I think the teams are even going to do in the NFC North this year. Um, thank you guys for watching or listening. Very short episode. Um, this is the bear down part of the Coach Steve Show. Like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Um, and also on Apple and iTunes, the Coach Steve Show as well. Follow, rate it. Leave a comment, comment section down below. Like the videos. Share out. We got we to gotta get it going. Um, follow on Twitter at Coach underscore Steve 72. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram as Coach Steve 72 on Instagram as well. So thank you guys again for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys on the next Bear Down segment part of the Coach Steve Show.